Do you ever wonder if the genre of music you're singing is the absolute best for you? It's important. It can make all the difference to your creative fulfillment and your vocal career success. For this episode, I'm going to help you choose your ideal vocal genre strategically. Let's do it. You're listening to All Things Vocal Podcast. I'm your host, Judy Rodman. Join me for game-changing vocal lessons and advice from creatives and voice industry insiders who share the secrets they've found for personal and career success. Join us and be inspired to make your messages matter. Choosing the vocal style you should sing can be difficult if you're a new singer and have no idea what genre you should try. It's also difficult, though, if you're a veteran singer who can sing just about any style that you want. In either case, here's what I suggest you do. First, consider your vocal goals, meaning what do you want to do with your voice? Do you want to gain vocal skill or to snap out of vocal boredom? Try singing songs in genres that are new to you. When you get out of the comfort zone of singing styles that you're familiar with, you can expand your voice's skill set in several ways, such as wider vocal range, new vocal licks and embellishments, more precision and control, different tone colors, phrasing choices, and rhythmic feel, all kinds of things. Exploring styles you've never sung can help you see if you're just missing out on another type of music that you would love and actually could do well. Or you may find some vocal styling that you could integrate with the genre you normally sing, breathing more life, nuance, and uniqueness into your singing. Or do you want to perform in situations that require you to sing multiple genres well? Choose to get very good at singing all the ones that you'll need. If you want to get work as a studio session singer or road tour singer, you don't want to limit yourself to one choice of genre. A nickname for this kind of vocal career is stunt singer. You could be hired to sing on many different styles of music and with radically different kinds of singers. If this is your goal, the more genres you can sing well, the better. In this case, you might want to get some training and or spend quality time listening to the masters of each genre that you want to ace. It can help to be able to cross genres if you want to compete in these big talent award shows. They want you to show extreme vocal ability, often requiring a lot more showy technique than would be authentic for the normal genre of the song. Or a contestant could excel by beginning their performances in one genre and ending in quite another, such as when Christina Ramos began a stunning performance of a classical song and suddenly morphed into the rock classic Highway to Hell. She got awarded the golden buzzer for Spain's Got Talent. In another scenario, you might want to be able to sing formal genres such as choir music or classical art songs, and then be able to change musical languages and do popular genre songs, which, by the way, is anything but classical. You might just want to sing some great karaoke, where you can jump into all kinds of styles and have a lot of fun impressing your audience. I'd still recommend that you learn to sing each genre skillfully, authentically, and without strain. And this is a serious reason to need to figure out how to choose your vocal genre. Do you need to zero in on your artistic definition? 
For the best chance of success, a music artist should launch their public career with a clearly defined musical style. This is a major part of what's known as artist branding. So if you're an artist, choosing a genre that defines you becomes vitally important. Yes, an established artist can change or explore other genres, including musical theater, and reinvent themselves successfully. But for new artists, it's best to choose one main genre, almost always, in which to create, perform, market, and promote music. Why? Well, though music is not sold in nearly as many brick-and-mortar physical stores, the digital stores and award shows are still sorted into separate categories of music. So, in a practical sense, settling on one genre helps you find and develop a fan base that will discover and support you with tickets, streams, and votes. When you're ready to drill down, don't rush the process. It may not take you long, or you could experiment with singing several styles of music for a couple of years. Then, when you do feel ready, sit in a quiet space where you can focus and ask yourself the following questions. You also might consider running these questions by a trusted advisor or coach who knows you well and knows what you want to do. All right, number one, what does my voice love? Two, what does my heart love? Three, what do I want to learn? Four, what's commercial? Okay, let's dig into each one of these. What style of music does your voice love? Well, what style of music does your voice feel best singing? This includes style factors such as vocal licks, runs, scoops, rhythmic phrasing pockets, typical melodic complexity and vocal ranges of songs in the genre. Consider what's the most natural for your vocal ability, which includes nature, the size and density and other characteristics of your physical instrument, and nurture the current level of vocal technique and stamina that you've developed. Next, what does my heart love? When you sing or hear music that moves you, what genre or style does it typically end up in? When something genuinely moves you, you can make a safe bet that it's going to have a passionate audience who it will also move and who could comprise your fan base. Next, what do I want to learn? What do I want to do with my voice that I don't know how to do right now? Do I want to really skip over and learn to sing classical music? That's great for popular genre singers because it can help them develop certain vocal strengths, especially in head voice. Do you want to learn to authentically deliver folk or country genres to develop some R&B riffs, to find a vocal control to sing jazz or bluegrass? Do you want to learn to articulate differently for or from musical theater or gospel? Do you want to strengthen your voice for rock or wide range pop country songs or experiment with the rhythmic pocket and rhymes of hip hop? Next thing you need to ask yourself, what's commercial? What genres of music are selling? What is successful on radio and in the venues that you'd like to play? Where can music purchasing and ticket buying audiences for the particular style you're considering be found? What groups of people are you already engaged with? What interests, sports, or hobbies do you have that connect you with the people who might be interested in your music 
or with organizations that hold events and sponsor entertainment that could include you. Then combine these questions. What genre is selling and has good fan bases that my voice can confidently sing or that I want to learn to confidently sing and that satisfies and moves my heart and delivers the messages that I want to share? This is the best way to pursue the business of music. Your priority is on the music, not the business. To do this, don't overthink it, but don't limit yourself if all it would take to have the vocal ability for what your heart wants to sing and that people want to hear would be some training and experimentation. Take the time to do that. Okay, as promised, here are some case studies of genre choice outliers. First, let's talk about rejecting genre limitations. This case is the Eva Cassidy story. Eva chose not to limit her genres when singing. Instead, she decided to perform the music that satisfied her own heart. In her case, no label would sign her because they couldn't define her. However, Eva had passionate fans of her live performances, and the way she sang every song, her voice itself became her artist's brand. By all accounts of all who knew her, she was more than satisfied during her lifetime with the choice to keep her voice aligned with her heart. Then, after cancer took her life too soon, she became a music legend. Her music lives on in demo and live performances that have been sold in over 4 million albums and have been placed in many movie soundtracks. I would say she chose well. For the next outlier, let's talk about combining genres. In this case, the Julia Lowen story. You know, if you look at the Wikipedia page for music genres, you're going to see a virtual ton of categories and subcategories. And you'll notice that many are genre combinations. That's what ended up working for Julia Lowen. Julia is a classical music teacher from Eastern Canada whose CDs have been distributed in more than 120 countries. She shares a dramatic personal story of trauma and healing, and many years ago, she felt the need to expand her reach. She enlisted Kayla Morrison and myself to help her with her dream. We suggested this cross-genre approach, combining her vocal skill, her heart, and her messaging into a style that we ended up calling Celtic Christian Rock. I co-wrote the songs with Kayla and Julia and was honored to produce the album in Nashville. And uh, we have incredible players, including Sam Levine, who played some authentic Celtic instruments on a huge rock track. This intergenre project titled Into the Light successfully extended the audience for Julia and for the messages that she wanted to share, which now includes a prison ministry. The next outlier I want to cover is crossing genres. Songwriters love this. If you're a songwriter, your dream scenario is for one of your songs to be successful in wildly different genres. For instance, this song, I Swear, written by Frank Myers and Gary Baker, was a huge hit for country artist John Michael Montgomery and also a classic R&B single for the band All For One. The song written by Dolly Parton, I Will Always Love You, was, of course, a huge hit for her and a huge pop hit for Whitney Houston, pop R&B. The genre of a song can be determined and changed 
by the artist's vocal style and recording production values, like choices of instrumentation. For an artist, it can be a very successful strategy to take an old hit song and change the genre to fit your voice and your audience. Next outlier, this one is about shifting genres. This is my story. Mastering vocal genres and changing them are definitely the music business model for me. As a child, I learned to sing country, folk, and gospel with my family, so it was quite authentic. As a teenager, I gained a love of rock and roll and pop. At 17, I started session work at a local studio in Jacksonville, Florida, and also took a course in classical music at Jacksonville University. I learned some classical art songs, which actually became instrumental in my vocal recovery, which is another story altogether. I'll link to that in the notes. But continuing my studio singing in Memphis, Tennessee, I found myself immersed in R&B music, which to this day is part of my vocal DNA. It's one of the biggest influences on my voice. I also joined a top 40 cover band, singing songs of such diverse artists as Carol King, Grace Slick, Tina Turner, Brazil 66, The Fifth Dimension, and many others. I also sang background vocals for R&B artists at High Records, country artists at Lynn Lou Studios, and on a lot of Black gospel music. And finally, I moved to Nashville continuing my session singing on records, which included many traditional country stars. So it was kind of full circle back to my childhood, a few rock sessions, and with some international artists. So it became really important that I could sing just about any genre that you put before me. But then came the record deal, and I had to drill down. My country artist career covered some songs that were considered progressive country at the time, flavored by all those other genres of my story and my career. After that season ended, I did another record, this time with my husband, that we categorized as Americana, full circle. That category allowed us to combine genres for the music that our hearts wanted to make. So let me sum all this up. The bottom line for choosing genres As you can see, choosing your vocal style to sing is both important and also something that may change over time. My advice is to start by deciding what you want and need to do with your voice. Once you zero in on that, then you can choose the musical genre or style that will help you reach your artistic goals. When your vocal goals change, your vocal genre can too. All right, if you need extra help getting your voice to do what your heart loves, hit me up for a vocal lesson or get a Power Path and Performance vocal training course because I'd love to help you with that. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave me a rating. That would help me so much. This is Judy Rodman. Find me at judyrodman.com and we'll see you next time for All Things Vocal, the podcast for voices with messages that matter.